What's up, Pittsburgh Steeler fans? This is Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, with you for, well, the final Pittsburgh Steelers postgame podcast of this 2020-2021 season as the Pittsburgh Steelers lose in embarrassing fashion to the Cleveland Browns at Heinz Field in the AFC wildcard round. Uh, they haven't won a playoff game since 2016. Hard to believe, but that's truth. That's fact. And we're going to talk about this every which way and probably others. And I'm sure that a lot of venting is going to be going on at live right now on YouTube and on Facebook. So before we get into all the minutia, let's bring in Brian Anthony Davis, our podcast producer. What's going on, Brian? Hey, fellas. The holidays are officially over for me because when the Steelers are eliminated, that's when they're pretty much over. I got to tell you, I, I hated this. At one point, I just started laughing because it was laughable how bad that one team can be on offense. Dave Schofield, other co-editor. Welcome to the show, Dave. Hey. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, wasn't even the good hey, was it? We do know. We, we do no. have we do have to talk about this game. I mean, it's important. And it's it's yeah. a it's this is a space for, you know, I said this on my Twitter feed during the game. It was in the first half. I said, you know what? Everyone needs a space where they can go and just just vent rail off. And I said, my mentions are ready for it. And I had <laughs> probably over a hundred comments on that one tweet. Just people just <laughs> not yelling at me, just, just, just getting their frustration. This is what, like if you're watching us live on YouTube, that's what the live chat's for. I'm not going to say we're going to bring up every single comment, but this is your chance to talk it out. And uh, that's all we can do. Uh, Jeremy Smith gives us four 99. Thank you for the tip. We appreciate it. He said, put this in the beer fund. I'd give you some of my bush light, but I drank it all in the first quarter. Um, real quick, it, it was funny in the Hartman house, uh, the kids wanted to stay up and they wanted to watch some of the game. I let them stay up to halftime and they were watching the first half and they're like, what is going on? And I said, girls and my son who's sitting there, I said, this is the frustrations of being a fan. And they're like, what do you mean? I said, you put so much into it. I said, you know, I, you, you listen to your dad do podcasts. He's writing articles all the time. And yet you have zero control over the outcome. I said, it's one of the most frustrating things of being a fan of any sport team at any level. I said, it's really frustrating. And of course they said, well, if you were out there, they would be winning. I was like, probably not, but that's funny that you say that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's frustrating. It's extremely frustrating when you're watching your team go down. What was it? 28 to nothing in the first quarter. I mean, or did they kick if I'm sorry. I've, I've literally have lost no, 28 nothing. Okay, I, and, it was, and it was 35 to 10 at halftime. Yes. Yeah. And so when you look at it in that lens, the fact that they've made the final score, what it was, which is uh, uh, 48 to 37, man. Well, let's get to this last super. I have a question for you guys first. So Michael Clark, 499. Thank you very much, Michael. He said, we had no heart. How were we not prepared? How much of this is Tomlin, Feetner, Ben, and others? Um, we're going to get to that for sure. And then I want to also get to this 299. Lee gives us 299 and says, is there any possible way to make a bid on Watson? He's talking about Deshaun Watson, who's supposedly the disgruntled quarterback of the Houston Texans. I don't think they have, the Steelers have what it takes in terms of capital, draft picks, whatever, to lure a guy like Watson. But before we get into the coaches, and we will, I'm sorry, uh, Adrian gives us $1.99, guess the rest didn't work. I guess he's talking about Roethlisberger, Pouncey, Watt, and Hayward. We're going to get to that. We will. Absolutely. Uh, but real quick, before we get to the coaches, and I am, Michael asked about the coaches, we'll get to that for sure. 
Did this game remind you more of the Jacksonville game in 2017, the playoff loss? I said that on Twitter, and then someone else who was a follower of mine said it reminds them of, was it 2014 Super Bowl with the Broncos and Seahawks where the first the first play from scrimmage was a snap over, I think, Peyton Manning's head that ended up as a safety, and it was just derailed. Which game did this remind you of more for me? This was like a carbon copy of 2017. Brian, what do you think? John Oates was not in the building, so we could take that <laughs> off the table right now. Um, yeah, I think you're right. Um, I I really this reminded me of that Jacksonville game. You know, of course you're going to have an opportunity to come back um, when you're when you're down that much, and I get that. But my frustration even more was with the defense not stopping anybody when they really needed to stop somebody on some of those drives. Yeah, Dave, what are your thoughts on the overall? game itself yeah well it's funny that it feels kind of like a combination of those two jacksonville games from 2017 both the regular season and the playoffs because i and i was at the stadium for both of them and i would have been at the stadium tonight if they would have if it would have been a normal year but the reason i say it's a combination of both is because the steelers didn't have as many turnovers in that playoff game as what we remember ben only had one pick and i think a fumble that they returned for touchdown right before halftime. Um, And this, there was more turnovers, but my, I mean, did you really expect the defense to do, to, to do what they did? I mean, honestly, it, for me, I didn't think that one half from the Indianapolis game was enough to feel like, everything was clicking good with Ben and everybody else. I'm like, well, maybe, you know, I kind of had the, you know, I wanted to think it was good enough, but I didn't really know if it was good enough, but I never questioned the defense. I didn't question the defense to just not be able to get a stop. I mean, they got stops in the third quarter. And then as soon as the Steelers decided to punt on and to start the fourth, the defense couldn't stop them anymore. Yeah. So I know I'm saying more than what you asked, but it's okay. We'll get, we'll get to, we'll it. get to it. It's venting for us too. Tom gives us $5. The Browns have beaten us twice this month. It's official. 2021 is worse than 2020. <laughs> Cheers boys. Here's to rebuilding in the, the off season. <laughs> Grayson Brown gives us nine 99. He says defense has, hasn't allowed over 30 points all year. This playoff loss hurts more than 2017, 2016, 2014, and being T-bowed. This ranks number one. We lost to Cleveland at home. I'm ready to rebuild and move on. I have a feeling that the rebuild part, you're not alone there, Grayson. Machu has been a big fan, a big contributor. We appreciate you. He said it gives us $12.05. That's obviously for the record of the Steelers. He said, and another year being a Steelers fan. So many questions, no answers yet. Besides the loss, seeing Ben and Pounce on the bench post game crying just tore me up. I did not see them crying. I thought I... Maybe I maybe I left to get ready for the podcast. I don't know. I saw him on the bench, and he was just kind of staring off into space. You kind of got the feel that he was like, uh, you know, just taking it all in. But I didn't see uh, I didn't see him crying. I don't know. Uh, Brighton gives us two ninety nine. Mediocrity is the standard in Pittsburgh. Sadly, that seems to be about true. Um, boy, they're really coming in quick now. Straight Ace gives us $5. The Steeler fans need to stop predicting blowouts every single time. Steeler fans and media, we get destroyed. Am I the only fan that realized that's bad mojo? I don't think my prediction has anything to do with the Steelers on the field at all. Just, that's just me. I could be wrong. If it Maybe I do have that kind of power. That would be pretty cool. Uh, Funky G, whoa, 
Holy cow. <laughs> he gives us $100 and 69 cents a yearly subscription fees. Good season. Thanks for the content. You guys rock. <laughs> Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Absolutely appreciate it. Um, is that the new record there, guys? That is the new record. And I got to tell you, hats off to Funky G for the Frank Gorshin with the uh, the Riddler there. Yeah. yeah. Old school Riddler. Yeah. 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 That was awesome. All right. Thank you very much. My gosh, that's pretty incredible. We'll leave that up there for a little bit longer. I'm trying to see if I got it. Here we go. Wilson uh, gives us $20. As nothing changes, still love the Steelers. Well said, Jeff. These games are the ones that define true fans from bandwagoners. Ben and Pouncey on the bench was all of us. Sadly, that's been us since week 12. Love you all. Be- did Hashtag fire feed. Or he put that in there. Where is did anyone did you guys see Ben and Pouncey crying on the bench? I saw them together on the bench. I didn't actually see. I don't know that it looked. I don't know if it was tears or if it was sweat. Mm. You know, yeah. I the, if I'm I I am fine if that's what they were doing because well I don't care that was crying. a perfect, I just didn't see it. I, I, oh, I love that comment. It's like yeah, that was all of us. Yeah. That was all of us. Brighton Barnes uses four ninety nine. He said Tomlin is the blame. We were out coached by a team without their coach. Well, Tomlin didn't snap the ball over. Well, uh, we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. Gyro gives us a dollar ninety nine. He said, "If this is the end, I love you seven and nineteen. Referring to Roethlisberger and Juju Smith Schuster, we shall see what the future holds for them. Um, let's see. I'm trying to make sure I get to all these. Uh. Adrian gives us another dollar ninety nine. Says, "Did Ben not shake a uh, handshake Baker at the end? I didn't. I, I think Ben sat on the bench. He didn't go to the middle of the field. So um, I don't know. Uh, Runner gives us four ninety nine. Says, regardless of the INT, Pouncey lost us the game and gave the Browns the momentum. Hard to disagree with that sentiment. To be honest with you, DS gives us nine ninety nine. Said, I apologize if this is too soon, fellas, but I'm trying to be optimistic and look for answers. Do we take a quarterback at number twenty four? Thanks, you guys are awesome." First and foremost, is it for sure that the Steelers will take will be the 24th pick? Um, I had not seen that become official. I was going to write that article for tomorrow. I didn't know if anyone I saw haven't that seen before. it official, but I was listening to the press conference everything. Yeah, okay. I would think so. And the reason I would think so, what they do in this situation is they go by the record of yes. the four teams eliminated. And the Steelers six have the best record. Excuse me, the six. Um, <laughs> the... Uh, and the Steelers had the uh, had the best record of all six that uh, bowed out this okay. weekend. All right, very good. Rhino Tool gives us five dollars. Can we use bad language tonight? Seems appropriate. Thanks for another season of awesome. Steelers Not on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, if yeah, just try to keep it as clean. I get it. You don't guys be derogatory towards other people, or we'll have. Yeah, to there you go. Out. There you go. Mm-hmm. William Hall gives us five dollars. Said Tomlin needs to be fired. He's average. I know people are going to say it's the players, but they ne- they're never ready to play. Again, we're going to get into this for sure. Trust me. Uh, if, we ever, if we ever get through these, uh, Doc Holiday <laughs> gives us five dollars. He said the Steelers is the Steelers team. Is broken from top to bottom. If they can't see that, I don't know what what they're watching. Um, golly, this is all over the place tonight. Shield ninety one gives us five dollars. It's brutal. I wasn't ready for the off season so quick, but I still love the Steelers and BTSE. I'll be here all off season. Thank you, Shield, and we will be here all off season as well. We'll still be doing our yes. podcasts on YouTube and on Facebook. We'll still have a lot of audio content. If you're thinking that we're a site that's like up, oh, we'll see you around the draft. No. We will be picking up right where we left off. Uh, Tate Boys gives us four ninety nine. Said Ben needs to retire. I'd like to see Josh Dobbs get a chance. Quarterback 
with legs is a difference maker. Go ahead there. I want to say this. I sure. just want to remind everyone, I love Josh Dobbs. The guy's brilliant, big fan. But you have to remember, the team with the number one pick in the NFL draft did not even have them in their top three quarterbacks to start the season and released him, and that's how he got back on the Steelers. Just remember. Yeah. Can't argue with that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, Illegal Italian gives us $2. That is this the worst season collapse in NFL history? I don't know. Not NFL history. No. Bro. It could be one of the in worst Steelers. collapses in Steelers history for sure. Steel Dog 88 gives us $5. The Browns are still the Browns, right, Juju? Remember Ryan Clark. Um, a lot of every, uh, so much of his, if you listen to his interview, what everyone ran with was really taken out of context. But I, I saw the interview. But it still wasn't still, good. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I mean, it's one of the situations where you like, just shut up, just give the stock answer, just give them, you know, that. That's, uh, I don't know. Okay. Let's let's start diving into some yeah. of these topics. Did, I, I don't think I missed any. Of that. I, I, I yeah, we might need to say let's calm down on the super chats. <laughs> we don't want to say it. We just we want to. I haven't heard Brian speak for fifteen minutes, so I don't know what to do. <laughs> I've just been reading to everyone. It's like us reading. I'm reading books to my kids. Um, okay, let's start with Brian here. So Ben Roethlisberger throws for a ridiculous number of yards, over five hundred yards. He completes what forty-seven passes, I think. Um, let me get you the actual numbers here I, so that we – here we go. I got it. We don't need your Yahoo stats. Um, <laughs> so he <laughs> – 47 of 68, 501 in terms of yards, average 7.4, four touchdowns, four picks, zero sacks, 85 and a half rating. Uh, we're not going to do the great thing, but guys, I mean, what are your thoughts on Ben after this game? Brian, go ahead. You know, after – the whole thing fell apart with the on the very first play of the game. They're down seven nothing. I felt like they went in panic mode just like that. They uh, they're they're going for it on fourth down. They're they're just going crazy right away. Ben's uh, slinging it. They any game plan that they were going for, gosh, it was out the window just like that. Even down seven to nothing. I thought uh, I thought Ben was gripping the entire time. And, you know, sure, those numbers are great in the second half, but he was allowed to have those numbers because they were never a threat. Dave, thoughts on uh, Benjamin Todd? Um, well, when the, when the defense that you're going up against is basically going into prevent in the second quarter, it's uh, a little bit easier to, to, to get some good stats, if you know what I mean. Um, it Everything had it everything had to do with how the game played out. It's it was all about how the game played out. If the Steelers were down a lot, you knew they were going to be chucking the ball to be trying to get back in it. And when even when it was somewhat close early, the Steelers were 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 running the ball somewhat effectively. You know what I'm saying? But they couldn't do that anymore. They're like, oh well, you, you can't win the, the playoffs if you can't run the ball. Well, you can't run the ball if you're down three touchdowns. So I mean, a lot of it was just dictated by by what was going on. But I mean, he did he 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 did give us a little bit of glimmer. Did you guys feel like there's at least a chance? But I'm not banking on it. Is that how you were feeling in the second half? I was. That's yeah. how I was. That's how I was feeling. I was like, they don't the way they've played. It just doesn't seem like it's going to come back that way. But Jeff. 
I, I honestly felt the same exact way I did against Jacksonville in 2017. And that's the offense is waking up and the defense can't get off the field. Yeah. The defense is not going to be able to get a stop. And that's exactly what happened right when the Steelers would score. And you're thinking, okay, here we go. Boom. But it, 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 we knew this is capable of happening. It, it, ben has been bad. Ben has reared his ugly head a lot. And uh, sadly a lot this past month, this last stretch of, of football, um, before we get to some super chats, real quick, Brian. Yes or no? Ben Roethlisberger retires at the uh, this off season. No, he has forty one million reasons or so <laughs> to not. Dave Schofield. Um, forty one isn't what he gets paid. That's just his cap hit. Twenty twenty two and a quarter of that, I think is dead money even if he walks away that counts on the cap for the Steelers. I think it's 19 that he'd be walking away from. Um, it's really hard to make the decision now for him. So, so if I'm him right now, I'm thinking about yeah, no, it's it. Not, it's, not, it's not if you are. It's I do know. you think he will? Um, honestly, no. I don't think he will. There's a part of me that thinks he, that thinks he is done. That I think that he's, you know... This is a tough year on him. But then again, there's another part of me that says he went through the whole elbow thing and, and you know, you'd hate to go out like he did in a game where you throw for 500 yards, complete more passes than anyone ever has in the NFL. I think is what I, the stat I saw on the screen. And that's just awful, but let's get to some super chats here. Uh, Mark Davison gives us five dingo dollars. And since Brian, do you want to read this in your Australian accent? Since it's the best <laughs> or <laughs> Crikey, me fish and chips look like squashed mud. Hashtag Devo. <laughs> Put another shrimp on the bobby. <laughs> I even practice out of the shower and my family yells at me. Oh, my. All right. I know I missed a couple here. Let me see if I can find them. Dave, you, here we go. There's uh, Grayson's. I think I've been. I, I'm so far behind. I don't know what to do. Here's Grayson's 499. I've never been so sad and angry at the same time. How can your defense save you if you throw four interceptions and give up a defensive touchdown 28 to nothing in the first quarter? Maybe yeah. they can't, can't disagree with that at all. Before Grayson, I don't think there was one, it. Dave. So if you see it, read I it mean, out. I can't get it on StreamYard. It's too far back. I'll see what I, I know, can do. So look on your phone. Uh, Steel Dog, $2. He said, thought on Rooney's role this offseason. I, I tweeted out, I'd, I'd love to be a, ma- uh, a fly on the wall in Art Rooney's suite during that game. I bet he was fuming, fuming. I mean, his role as a president, do you have it, Dave? Yeah, I have it. Okay. The, his role as the team president is going to be to make the tough decisions. So yeah. we'll see how, how it goes. Go ahead, Dave, read that. Um, yeah, because we can't bring it up anymore because it's, it's gone too far. Um, people, yeah. B. Mentlo gave $5 into the tip jar and said nice. – um, it's time to retool the offensive line. Ben threw for almost 70 attempts, 70 exclamation mark, because this team cannot run the ball. Pouncey getting pushed around. Pouncey did get pushed around on that second attempt a lot. I mean, granted, they the play worked once, so they said, let's run the same. It worked great because they weren't ready for it, and then they ran the same play. And Pouncey got blown up, so – well, who would have thought that the let's save it for the playoffs was just a fullback dive? That was it. That's what Randy Feetner saved for the playoffs. Everyone said, ah, what's the what's going to be the trick play? A fullback run. There you go. You're welcome, Steeler fans. Uh, 
<laughs> Adrian gives us a dollar ninety nine. All AFC remaining quarterbacks young, all NFC old, but one. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what to say to that. Uh, Maddie Peverell, uh, the other part of the uh, the touchdown under, which my kids now can't say under normally anymore. They always have to say under. Um, because I, I let them listen to a little bit of the podcast. Uh, he said, Brian sounds like a pirate. <laughs> hey. I, there was definitely some Latin America coming in through that too. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go to a dialect coach with all the super <laughs> chat money. Oh my gosh. William Hall gives us $5 to come on, get rid of Ben. It's not him. People, the coach and his staff need to go. Um, uh, yeah, I, then I, you I, get an opposing view coming up in the next one. Which is Brandon, or is oh, it? Is, I'm, I'm sorry, Rod L. Rod L. Five dollars from Rod. He says, "So ready for Mason now." Yeah, everyone's all over the place today. I get it. Yeah, Brandon is four ninety nine. He said, "Ben's not solely responsible. He can still make the throws when he needs to." Who is to say that they didn't limit him one year off of surgery? Yeah, it's possible. Brayden Barnes, another four ninety nine. He said, I hate to be the hater, but Belichick would have taken this team all the way. Tomlin has always had the talent for the most part, but can't get it done. Have they? What? Do they have the talent? Honestly, because I, I look at this offensive line, I don't know why they two guys were selected to the Pro Bowl. Because they, well, they were it's reputation. It was reputation. Reputation. I mean, I I don't think it's I mean, this is mainly coming for me as a guy that looks at the offensive line a lot. I don't I don't think that this offensive line is that great. Well, let's answer this question since we're on the topic. Tim gives us four dollars. He said, What do you guys think about not going for it on fourth and one? I want to say there was probably about like twelve minutes um left in the game, possibly. No, that was the first play coming out of the fourth coming into the fourth quarter. All right, so I'm I'm sorry. Good call. And did you think that the punt was a good decision or did you think it was bad? Dave, you actually got a very, you had a celebrity response. I did. I'll let you start off with this one. Go I ahead. can't say his name though. I always butcher his name. So, um, but what, what story go for it? Well, I was going to say Joe, Joe Magnum, Joe Maganello. Or, yeah, I can never oh. say his name, right? Actually, you know, responded wow. to my tweet and said, great point. And my tweet was, you know, we I said we can debate all offseason whether or not they should have punted or gone for it. Personally, I said they should have gone for it because your offense was rolling. Yeah, you're like, well, you want to put your defense in a good spot? If your defense is doing that well, then they'll get the stop in your own zone and not give up the field goal. Anyway, you, you, you roll with your offense that was rolling. So, but the point that I made that, that, that Joe said was a good point was after, the, you know, taking that off the table, if you're going to go out and you're going to run down the play clock, play, play clock and try to get them to jump off sides, why did you do it with your punt team? I mean, you weren't once you started moving guys around on the punt team, they knew what you were trying to do. They didn't they weren't fooled for that for one moment. You were more likely to get a jump off sides if you would have kept your offense on the field and then you take the penalty and then you run out the punt team. So that's the one that baffles me as much as anything is that one, yes, I think they should have gone for it. And two, if you weren't going to go for it and you were going to take the five yard penalty, do it with your offense on field. Yeah. And no, I agree with all, all that you said, Brian, what about you? What are your, what were your thoughts on the fourth and one? I absolutely hated it. And I got a, uh, a, actually a private text from uh, Joe's wife, Sophia <laughs> Vergara. And, uh, <laughs> 
and she asked me what I thought, and uh, we, we tweeted, we texted back and forth for a while about it, and uh, yeah, I'm not, gonna, I'm gonna leave all that out, but uh, and I'm not gonna do her accent either. But all I'm gonna say is, you know, I really hated the whole thing. I mean, I agree with everything Dave says. Man, you're rolling, you're getting it together. You could really put a dent in this game. You could really flip the script. And they didn't flip the script because they went back to the punt, which I think go for it. Because if you don't make it, guess what? You have a chance to still stop them maybe 20 yards different. So, I mean, now it worked for them. It worked for them when things didn't go right in Indianapolis, when they went for it on fourth and one at the one or so and didn't get in. And I get it. And I said that was a pretty big deal. But in this game, when you can't leave anything on the table, when you're in the fourth quarter now and you see how the what the Browns are doing, you've got to go for it. I really think you do. For a head coach that says we don't live in our fears, to me, that was the epitome of living in your fears. And he tried to he tried to wordsmith his way around it in the postgame press conference and said, well, our defense had, had done a good job. Well, yeah, but your offense was rolling too. Why would you take him off the field? Like you've got to, to come back from that deficit. You have to take chances. You have to take risks. And sometimes they pay off and sometimes they don't. My question is, if they would have gone for it and didn't get it, would everyone be going berserk about he should have punted? And that's, that's nope. the thing. I know I honestly wouldn't have, but I'm sure there would be people that would. That you got to go for it when you got the chance. Exactly. Dave, did you have uh, something to say? I saw your hand up. Yeah, there. well, because the other thing is, is that's not the only questionable punt of the game. I'm sorry, but with 12.25 left in the second quarter, yes, it was fourth and nine, but you're on the 38-yard line. You're on the Browns' 38-yard line, and you're already down. I'm pretty sure at the time that was – if it wasn't 28 to nothing, it was 28 to – no, it was 28 to nothing. You're now 28 to nothing in the second quarter, and you're in the other team's territory just outside of field goal range. Once you cross, I'm sorry, when you're down that much, once you cross the 50, if you're not in field goal range, you're in four down territory when you're yeah. down by that much. I don't know why in the world they punted at the from the I mean the 38 yard line, 38 yard dime. Gave it up as gave it up at the 10. They they gained 28 yards of field position there. Really? That made the difference? Yeah. Let's get to some super chats here. Kyle Smith gives us $5. Offense put them in a hole, but the defense made no splash plays to help. Keep Juju and Hilton is all I ask for next year, and I love him, but cut Pouncey. They have some tough, tough decisions. I will say that I took a quick swing over to Twitter, and Ben Roethlisberger in his postgame press conference said that he would love to come back if the Steelers will have him. He said those are discussions that will have to happen. So as someone told me on Twitter when I said that it's going to be up to Ben whether he returns, they said, why? Troy didn't get that option. I don't know. I mean, and they have an easy fix here. What's that? If they want Ben to leave without Ben leaving. You cut Pouncey. Why? Because you think he wouldn't come if back. You, if they cut Pouncey, I think Ben leaves. Hmm. So if Did you it? don't want to, if you don't want to cut Ben, yeah, but you don't want him to come back, then you cut Pouncey. That's that's this is all 
I don't. I still wouldn't say that I'm going to do that. I'm just right. telling you that's. An it's option. a good. It's a good option. Andrew gives us four ninety nine. Says, is this game on the offense or the defense? Obviously, huge mistakes on both ends. But who takes the the brunt of the blunt of the blunt of the brain blame? Good lord, Jeff. Here, this was awful. All right, let's talk about that quickly. Brian, go ahead. Offense or defense? Which was worse? I'm actually going to say the defense was worse, and there's probably going to be some people that disagree with me. But here's the deal. They did not stop anybody on any of those turnovers. I mean, now look, they had no opportunity to stop anybody on the first turnover. We know that because the defense scored that. But on all those other picks, especially early on, to get to 28 nothing, they were capitalizing on everything, if not a punt. And so the defense was not stopping them at all. Baker Mayfield, he didn't pass a whole heck of a lot, but when he did, he looked superb, and I hate the guy. I cannot stand the guy. I don't think he's great. You can say it, but he didn't suck tonight. Um, Nick Chubb couldn't stop him, could not stop Kareem Hunt. They They stopped Kareem Hunt more last week than they did this week. So, you know, we had a uh, a Browns troll. I was looking at the live chat saying, hey, you couldn't uh, you couldn't beat us last year. I mean, last week, you couldn't beat us this week with, uh, with all of your starters on your elite defense. Ha, ha, ha. Well, you know, great. You know, great. Rub the soul in the wounds. Thanks. Welcome to the show. But here's the thing. He's right. But still, he's rubbing it in. So, bah. But all I'm going to say is, yeah, we didn't show up. The Steelers did not show up on defense, and that's where I'm pinning the blame because the Steelers had opportunities to come back in that second half. Gosh, they really did because at one point they're 12 down, and that's not you're in a situation there where you can get back in this game with plenty of time, an entire quarter to go, and you don't do it because the defense won't help you out. Dave, offense or defense, which was more disappointing? Um, I think the entire Pittsburgh Steelers were disappointing. I think they were both extremely disappointing, but I'm actually going to put it more on the offense. Okay. I just was putting that out there as the disclaimer. The reason I'm putting it more on the offense is the offense sucked the wind out of the defense before they stepped on the field. I mean, the defense stepped on the field down seven nothing and the ball in their own territory off of a turnover already had given up a touchdown and had already done the interception to where the Browns had it across midfield. That's the, that's the situation the offense put the defense in. Now the defense needed to rise up to the occasion and they did not. So it's still also on the defense, but the reason I'm putting on the offense is it's like who played who came out flat first? The offense came out way, you know, who, who knows? If the, if the Steelers, if if the Steelers win the coin flip and defer, are, are we is it more on the defense then, perhaps? Or does this game play out completely different because that first play changed everything? I don't know. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. If it's if it's if ifs and nuts were candies and nuts. You know, if, I say ifs and nuts, ifs and buts. Okay. That's what happens when it's 1230 and we're trying to do a podcast. Yeah, there you go. So, to me, it was the defense. defense. To me, it was the defense. Short and sweet, the defense, you know, the offense has had, has had issues. It was supposed to be the defense that was going to carry this team. Didn't happen. 
Um, not sure if I know how to say this correctly. Kalal, I don't know. Says gives us five dollars. Guess we're not the same old Browns. Juju sucks with a bunch of laughing emojis. If a Browns fan wants to give us five bucks. Thank you for the tip. We appreciate it. <laughs> Doc Holiday gives us two dollars. The BS Tomlin sells each week is harder to take. Uh, it can be. It can get a little thick. We'll put it that way. Um, I know I'm missing some here, Dave. Uh, let's see if I can catch up. I'm trying to find them. Uh, <laughs> no, but this is fun. All right. Um, I've got I, I, I know I had one that I lost. Okay. That's fine. Find it, find it, find it. Runner uh, Delgado gives us $1.99. said ESPN just showed replays of Ben crying on the sideline. I'm missing everything good by this show. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I am him gives us $5 as although we were down the whole game, we showed some fight with that said uh, we, what were the two or three plays that define the game? BTSC for life Coast Steelers. Thank you very much. I am him. Uh, the three or four games, uh, two or three plays. We'll get into that in a second. Uh, maybe in the second half of the show here. There was, have, there was one that we're past. I can't even find on my phone, but I know it was about, you know, I know it was aimed at, I know it was a shot at me. It was saying we didn't have the, to have the talent. Are you kidding me? Did you look at the first 11 games? Remember everyone was saying they're the, they're the, they're the worst 11 0 team ever, you know? So, and coach Tomlin saying that the only thing perfect about us is our record. What I'm, I'm not saying that the Steelers don't have talent. I'm just saying that, even even starting eleven and zero, to, to say that they have talent that's being wasted by the coaches that's so far over and above everybody else, I, I don't think that's. I don't think anybody has the talent that's over and above everybody else. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. If if Guinea Crosby four ninety nine in the tip charts is the slowest linebacking core I've ever seen in my life tonight. That sums it up. So here's so what's going to happen. Good. Yeah. No. If you are uh, new to the show or you're just stumbling upon the show, which combined with Facebook and, and YouTube, we had over a thousand people watching us live right now. We're not going anywhere, but if you're on the audio side, hold tight. When we come back, we're going to be talking about coaches or players. Who's to blame more? We'll be right back. 